1: Hi this is Linda Willow Roberts with another enlightened conversation. I'm so pleased to be joined today with Claire Hill. Claire is a psychic and a clairvoyant. She's a certified Hill your Life Louise Hay teacher. She's a mum, a sister, a daughter, a niece and all of those things and Claire welcome, thank you for coming and talking with me today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here um, with you sharing away.
1: Ah oh, I know isn't it isn't it fun? I wanted to talk to you about so many things but first I'm just going to say the spirit I'm just going to put it up there the spirit for us to talk about what we need to talk about today. But the thing that I wanted to talk to you the most about is coming out spiritually. Now, you, you've just spent the last couple of years coming out spiritually and you've been quantum learning and all of that stuff. How hard is it, Claire, to put on all the different hats and balance it all?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, it is... In the beginning, it was really hard. Um, yeah. Because, as you mentioned, um, I'm a mum. I'm, you know, like, I wear all those different hats and... Um, to be someone who, um, not everyone knew me as that person was another, was really hard to, um, yeah, kind of, um, come out of the closet, I suppose, spiritually. And, um, yeah, so it was hard in the beginning, but I'm getting better at, um, being able to manage my time between all those different, um, you know, hats that I wear. So it is, it was hard in the beginning, but now I'm, I'm kind of getting used to it and, and sitting with it a lot better than I was.
1: Yeah, it's bloody hard. It, it, it is because even when you see people and, and you've got friends and, you know, really good friends and you're talking to them, they um, you know, you've got to put the good boundaries up, don't you? Otherwise, they just keep asking you, you know, what do you think about this or do you know or did you know I was going to say this? And just you've got to do, you know, after a while your good friends get to know that they don't even ask you because you just become that, back to that person, that friend. But it's bloody hard to balance it, isn't it?
0: It is. And I think as well, um, you know, I was surprised that um, my friends have actually um, been really accepting of who I am and a lot of them weren't surprised that that's who I am and it's part of me because... For them I remember one friend in particular she mentioned that oh that makes so much sense now you know yeah. we always just thought you were a little bit weird <laughs> so now now they know what the weirdness is but um you know a good weird and you know they've embraced it and um my family have as well and and I've been really surprised sometimes that um you know, someone who I thought may not be accepting were more accepting than other people. So it's yeah, it's you know, don't judge a book by its cover. A little bit I've learned as well that, you know, um, you know, and I've also been surprised that a lot of people um are really open spiritually as well because of what's going on in the world and they're looking at um you know, looking to view um, their own lives differently. And and they're quite open, you know, spiritually as well. And a lot of my clients um, that I see, um, they're they're awakening as well. And it's been so amazing for me to, you know, teach them um, what I've been learning as well. And it's fresh in my head. And yeah, so I've kind of, It's been a really, you know, beautiful journey for them and I've been able to be part of that with them as well.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I think that with so much going on in the world, people are actually looking for something and I think that that in turn is bringing them back to faith. Like we talk about... um, And being spiritual, we deal with God, but some people can't come to terms with using the word God. So we say spirit and source and light and all of those things, angels, guides. But I think that people now are just looking to have faith in something, that there is something higher out there that can certainly help them. And it's really nice to nurture that, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think that was one of the biggest lessons that I had to get my head around was... Even though you know I believe in God and and I came through the Catholic system um, for schooling, the biggest thing for me is um, you know having faith but also realizing that we're all they're all one thing to me, you know they're all the one thing you know the spirit, God, the universe, everything like that is is one to me, and it feels nice to have. Um, faith in in all those things and not just one particular thing it's nice to kind of um, realize that I don't have to pigeonhole myself into one particular area because they are all kind of the same thing (laughs) which was hard to kind of get my head around but now that I have it's like oh that all makes sense
1: It does, doesn't it? It's nice when, um, when when it just falls into place, you know. And you're learning stuff, and and you, you you develop and you learn, and then something you hold back, and because it doesn't hasn't quite gelled, and then when it gels, it just slots in, and you and, it, and you just get it, and it's just you know, it, it turns into being your way of life rather than, than um, just something external that you do, doesn't it? It just is, is your way of life and it, it just becomes your belief system.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's been so nice to bring some of those practices back into my life as well because I realised, you know, um, going to church as a child, it kind of seemed like a chore but when i actually was sitting in the church it really felt like very homely to me and i i didn't realize that until i went back to church actually at christmas time and i almost got really emotional about the fact that this is where it all started you know this is where my faith began and i had blocked it for such a long time that i it was really emotional and really you know looking up at Um, Mary and Jesus on the cross like was yeah it was really quite emotional and um, yeah it was it kind of felt like it was home it was safe it was um, it was where I belonged and and that was part of my spiritual journey as well you know I kind of felt that it all had gotten to a point and then I was sitting in the church pew going oh this is it this is exactly where I'm meant to be And it it was a really beautiful feeling to be back at that church and it's, you know, special and yeah, so that was quite overwhelming. But yeah, that also that part of, um, you know, um, spirituality is a lot, um, uh, means a lot of different things to a lot of people. So that was also a realisation that I had in that moment.
1: Yeah, that's, that's good and that's what I... Even, even what we learn, though, it means different things to us and, and how we read and how what we say to people than it does to other people. It's different perceptions, you know. Um, I don't often talk about religion or politics. To me, God is in everything, in, in all of us and, and he's all around and there there is those poignant moments that you are somewhere and the connection and, and you connect to... That greater power, and you can be any, and it just—it doesn't rock your world. That's—that's not even the right way to say it. It is—is it's it's overwhelming, it's all-consuming. But that—that feeling that you feel in your heart, like your heart and your body, you just feel that unconditional love, and you just feel the up, like emotional at the same time. But it's not a sad emotion; it's a happy emotion. And um, like I've said before, you know, when that higher power is around, and really, like, I feel so small, and not small as in um, they've made me feel small, but small as in the power and the energy that I'm in is just so encompassing, and is it is everywhere, and I just feel like an ant on an elephant's ass, basically. <laughs> you know, that's how small I feel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's also, you know, when you, um, when you let go and really let yourself be taken away on that journey and to get that validation of, yeah, it's there. It's, it's, it's there. And I'm, I'm part of that. And, you know, it's overwhelming like you were saying and, but it's also amazing to get that validation of Mm -hmm. I'm on the right path. I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. And you know god spirit everything's um, you know they've got my back a little bit it's you know they're they're there and and you know like i think i was saying to you about when i um, was doing a meditation around my master guides and and god and jesus you know that was one of my master guides and i said to you i think i feel i feel like i'm not worthy i feel mm-hmm. like this is i'm not worthy for that to be, you know, brought upon me. But you I think you said to me, like sit in, sit in it and let it just wash over you because it won't be as bad the next time or the next time that you get to that point. It'll it'll feel normal. And now it does feel normal because I'm I'm letting all that go and you know, not controlling or trying not to control it as much or letting that control go. And it is actually really lovely to feel that you know, that support from from above, yeah.
1: It is. I know um, when I, it first happened to me, um, and and you're right. You don't feel worthy, and I just thought, I'm this five foot two women woman from from Invermay, ta- Tasmania. How the hell am I getting this connection? <laughs> And, you know, I think you've got the wrong person. You automatically go to, you know, hey, you're at the wrong house, mate. Somebody down the road deserves this a little bit better. But you do, you go in and you feel so undeserving and you really then have to work on, on your self-love and your worthiness. And Jesus, I ignored it for a lot of years, a lot of years, that, that this was my calling. And and I knew I was supposed to help people, but I just didn't quite know how it was going to manifest and even though I had those signs I kept bloody ignoring it. Yeah. Um but when you let yourself, like you said, sit in it and and feel it, um, it's beautiful. If I could bottle it and give it to everybody else, I would. It's just a beautiful experience.
0: Absolutely. I don't think I'll ever forget that. It was almost yeah, it was it was scary and overwhelming. But now when I look back, I yeah, I wouldn't have I'm glad that it happened at that right time at that moment, because, you know, as we all know, it's, um, yeah, like when you allow yourself to just go there and um, be guided, there's, you know, there's nothing better. It's just, you know, like I said, validation and clarification for yourself that you're on the right path. So,
1: Hey, let let us let let the secret out of the bag a little bit. By the (laughs) way, Where's my niece? And so I find this really, really, really cool. So um we've actually got this in our family, um, our spiritualness and um our clairvoyantness, of course, with with everybody, but it is twice in our family. So um I felt and we have a really, really, really big family, and so it was me for a long while that was the, that, that was the only one and now i'm so excited because there's another really spiritual person in you, clear and and i absolutely love that you know so i'm not weird on my own no our family they <laughs> you know, they love us unconditionally um but it's really it's really uh, interesting somebody posted on Facebook the other day are there any real clairvoyance out there on somebody else's post and I thought I'm going to follow this to see what 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 they were talking about and they said is there anybody that that hasn't just learnt it and done courses and that actually has it in their family now I sort of disagree with that and agree with that it's like a two-part way with me because I think I feel everybody's empathic everybody's intuitive and if they build that muscle, um, like anything, the more you do courses and that you work on it and you learn, then the, the more that you're open to it. But then I look at look at you and I, and and you are, are a natural. Like you didn't, you just naturally started um, doing readings and knowing stuff. We've always had that knowing, even before I started doing it to for other people. So we always had that knowing. So I'm not sure if if we just if it's just that you have to have it in your family lineage or anybody can learn it and, and it' still be the same it, I don't know I'm a bit yes on both sides I'm a bit of a fence sitter when it comes to that
0: yeah i I yeah it's really interesting actually because I um, have just been away um, to do the Louise hay um, teacher training and there were um, ladies there that um have the gift um and there was the gift of being able the knowing the clairvoyancy um stuff and there was a lady who um she didn't have it but was learning how to tap into that so yeah i I don't know either it's one of those things that i think you've got to have an interest in it and I think you can it can be learned but having that um, having that knowing already is a really big um, big you know booster and a big plus I think you know so yeah it's I don't know parts of it I think can be learned and other parts are kind of ingrained and and we already have them so, you know I I don't know I'm a bit the same as you it's it's kind of yeah you know I think it can be learned but it would be possibly a longer process because you're you're trying to tap into things that don't naturally come to you yeah yeah
1: it's hard isn't
0: it it's like
1: yeah I sort of thought about it and and that's something that I, I've not thought about because I, I, I teach everybody and I build it up like it's like a muscle and I suppose um, yeah, having that knowing and that intuitive stuff, and it in your DNA and genetic line. Did you hear that? Mm. Uh-huh. Um, having it genetically in your line would certainly help you. And, and yeah, you're right. Make it um, not. You know, maybe we don't need to do that. 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 And that. and We can just jump to that. I don't. I don't know. But I, I think that we're pretty lucky.
0: Yeah, I think so too. It's mm. um. You know, I I think it's. It can be, I was saying to I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and, and she said the same thing, you know, you're so lucky, you know, do you um do you use it for yourself, you know, your your knowing. And I said, well, yeah, I do, but also um sometimes I forget that when I'm say doing a reading or something like that, it's um having that knowing, but knowing how to actually word if it's not something that the person doesn't want to hear. Um, yeah, so not that they don't want to hear, but you've got to be very careful about how you walk things so that, <laughs> so that um, yeah, like it's a it's a gift, but it's also it can be a bit of a difficult one if you don't have the right words at the right time.
1: Yeah, and, and that's it. And you've got to try, I just dropped my crystal, by the way. I was sitting here holding it and it just went... Straight on the floor, don't think it's broken, but that's okay yeah, it, it, you've got to go with your intuitiveness and back yourself a hundred percent don't you when you, when you're getting that that information you know and that's why um, you know when I say I, I, when I'm doing a reading i'm I'm giving you information that's going to help you f- for your highest good, and I will just use spirit's words. So you really have got to back yourself hundred percent that mm. this is for them in their highest, for their highest self. I'm a bit of a sledgehammer. Obviously, if somebody needs to come and see to me, see me, I'm I'm the person that will put my foot up your backside, sort yeah. of thing. I'm 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 the Leo. I'm I'm blunt. I'm out there, you know, and all the rest of it. So people that need to see me and resonate with me come to me as do people that need to see you and resonate with how you will will tell them and interpret it, you know, and, and backing yourself a hundred percent. It's it's really really hard, isn't it?
0: It's actually funny. Yeah, it is hard. It's funny who um, I have a particular person, or I have a particular type of person that 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 will come and see me, and sometimes I feel like. Um, you know, I'm saying the same thing over and over, but it's to different people, but it's because that they need to hear something particular from me. So yep. it's interesting. I And a lot of it, you know, it's funny. I've kind of um, journaled about um, the topics that come up for people, because I think a lot of the time it is very, um, not generic, it's generic, but also a lot of people would find the advice useful you know, and it's normally around, you know, relationships and I I love that because, you know, I can relate and it's a lot of um, the stuff, uh, the information that I'm giving back to them is authentic because I've actually been through it, some of it myself. So I love that people that are drawn to me around those sort of things, I can, you know, give them 110% and and it's it's from a beautiful, authentic place, and I love that.
1: Yeah, you're right. And, you know, that's the way it seems to roll. Like, you know, there, there are people and, and clairvoyants, and, and, and we both in our own way, um, like you doing the Louise Hay teacher training, that you'll be able to expose people and help people in that way. And I do my workshops and theatre healing and that sort of stuff. But... Each person that I've noticed that, that, that is clairvoyant and psychic and mediums or whatever, they actually seem to get the people with the things that they've had to deal with in their life. So, like, there's, there's people that, that deal with um, suicides and, and they will get, you know, mm-hmm. people that have had to deal with those because they're talking from a perspective that they've actually lived and experienced. And, and so they, it, we get what we, we know. And it's, you know, it doesn't, it's really good because we're not talking with empty words. We're actually talking from our experiences and things that have happened to us that we've lived through. And it gives the dimensions. It gives us, you know, credibility um, and accountability because we've actually been through that. And I, I, I think that you can't beat the experience. And you know, and you know what people are going through, and you have the empathy and compassion for them. I reckon that's a bonus.
0: Yeah, I, I um, one thing that I've been learning um, as well from, or from you, and um, when I'm doing readings, is that you know, from from coming from experience, you almost you know take on that kind of life coaching, um, you know, form as well as being guided. By your own spirits and it's yeah like some of the time i've had to kind of go you know i'm i'm being guided and we're talking and i'm spirits are you know the guides are coming through and they're giving me the information but also um you know at this point i just want to tell you that i've had a similar experience and this is what i did so exactly what we were saying about that people can relate to you a lot better because you've had that authentic experience and i love Mm. Being able to help people realize that um, they're not the only person, and it feels so good to be able to relate in that way because it's yeah it gives you um, a different kind of um perspective or it may give that person a different way to deal with it that they haven't heard before or yeah yeah you
1: know, it's really really good i i'm um so we're we're a service. We have have put it out there to help people, to be of service, to to um, be guided, you know. And so when you when you put it into that terms, you you take let go of the control part, which is bloody hard. But you let go of the control part of who you get to help, um, so that you're helping the people that will resonate with you, and therefore you, you know that that will continue but then you get different people as well. Um, and just a, a lot, as you go along on your journey, you, um, you can help people that. Sometimes people only need to hear one word mm. and it triggers something and, and it's just, you know, but you've got to be accessible and you've got to put yourself out there. So that's really, yeah, really, really yeah, good absolutely. thing to do. Mm. So what, what has been the hardest thing for a young mum now, and a wife, and and all the rest of it, what what's been what was the hardest part to get your head around?
0: You just mentioned it—the control. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is about yeah, it's totally about the control of yeah, realizing that. Um, in the, in the overall scheme of life, basically, is that we, we don't have control. And, you know, yes, you know, generally um, what you're doing that day as a mum, you know, school drop-off, blah, blah, all that sort of stuff that, that happens. But it's, it is like when I was um, doing, um, learning um, things, it is about letting go of control of who you are And who you've actually been. And um, what I found really difficult was that um, I had to learn and unpack all of my previous crap, I want to say. I'm just going to put it out there. I had to unpack that as part of letting go of the control because control was, for me, something that I learned as a behaviour to cope with things that were happening in my life and all the way back to childhood, um, you know, there were particular experiences that I had that made me hold on to that control because at that time I didn't have control over anything in my life or I felt like I didn't, even as a child. So that was unlearning all those behaviours and part of that being control was the hardest thing for me, was realising that, to let go of that meant unpacking emotional baggage basically and emotional things that had held me back in the past. And, and yet part of that was the control. So um, yeah, control around certain things, um, certain situations. And it was about um, basically what it boiled down to was the fact that I had to forgive other people and myself and the control you know, kind of melted away with those things. So yeah, it was about learning to accept myself for who I am, forgive, um, and then change my thoughts around how those experiences were. Therefore, turning to gratitude, being grateful, and accepting myself. So a lot of yeah, it was kind of a lot of those things, but it all boiled down to that, yeah, control was the hardest thing for me to let go of and still is. And I'm sure it will be something that I'm not going to be perfect at for my for my life, but I know that I'm so much better at that than I was. And yeah. it was about just releasing all of those things and um, kind of peeling the onion layers off and leaving me standing there with... No no knowing that I had no control, but also knowing that me forgiving and accepting who I am now was the most wonderful gift that I could gone that I gave myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's hard. Patience was one of mine. I I'm shit at patience. um I want everything now and I want I want it all and I want it all now you know but you're right you know with control but at, at the, in the same aspect of, of letting go go of that you actually have to love to love that part of you because that that part of you that that, that can control things serves you well sometimes so it's finding the balance isn't it of loving loving it but but not letting it control you not letting control control you um, that's not quite right but yeah you know loving that side of you so you've got to accept that that is and I think part of it is and and stepping up is naming the thing you know name, name giving it a name and it, then it loses its power
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I really think that that's it but patience is mine. Patience, I'm, I've, uh, yeah, I've had to pull myself up so many times because I want it all and I want it now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, free will, you've got to wait for people, you know. Spirit's up there putting jigsaw pieces together and, and getting you, you ready. But, yeah, control is even controlling when you're manifesting, you know. You can't control how it's going to come and what form it's going to come. You've just got to put up the idea and the feeling that you want and then let go of that control as well. So, okay. True.
0: I think as well, a lot of, um, and this is probably going back to, you know, um, the basics when I was starting this journey was realizing that there are a lot of, um, emotions under the umbrella of fear, um, that, you know, it's control, it's anger, it's anxiety and realizing that that they are some of the things that, um, made me, me, but also, realising that I needed to kind of, um, like you said, acknowledge the fear and turn it into love and catch myself when I'm doing, I'm in that um, headspace of fear. So by catching it and saying to myself, for example, anxiety is a really good one. Um, You know, I'm feeling really anxious and I can feel that um, anxiety bubbling away. Well, I now have a conversation with myself and say, look, I know you're there. But there's what is what is it actually raising in me? Is it that I've, I'm am I kind of worried about something else, or is it you know I have a bit of dialogue with myself? So then, with the anxiety, it uh, you know like you said, recognizing that and talking through that Mm -hmm. and putting that um, thought of love and that thought of. It's okay, you know. I can feel like that, but I'm not going to allow that to get any further than, you know, right, you know, into an anxiety attack or anything like that. And that's something that I've had to teach myself as well. Is that, um, yeah, catching it as quickly as I can and acknowledging it and turning it around and and kind of rewiring, you know, the way I have thought my whole life. So um, yeah, it's about kind of retraining your um, brain and your it is, thoughts. Isn't it? And, yeah. yeah. When we live and, and conditioning, you know. But, you know, the
1: thing that, that I absolutely love and my favourite part of, of it all is that whatever we change in ourselves ripples down to the mm-hmm. next generations and just will keep rippling down and, and we change our DNA and genetics and stuff like that. And you were interested when you did um, come out of the Certified Hill Your Life Teacher course you are interested in helping children, mm. and so you you'll, you you know you'll, you'll set up your workshops and you'll do workshops for adults and children. And that, but but you, I love that you're passionate about changing children's outlook of themselves. And you know, I said to Holly when she, my daughter, when she was young. I'm talking to Claire, so I'm talking about my family. Um. When I said to my daughter that she was going to live a blessed life, you know, and I really believe that however you set your children's intentions up and and their thought processes is how they'll feel about themselves. And I love that that's, that's um, a real uh, important strategy that you're going to move forward with your Louise Hay stuff.
0: Yeah, it was, um, when I went away, um, it was a week away doing the training and, I kind of had all these preconceived ideas about what the training, you know, it was going to, it was going to help me with this and that. And when I actually got there, um, it was, the training actually helped me realise that I am a good mum. And I think that that was something that I didn't actually believe myself because we don't get told or we don't, you know, there's no recognition. There's no awards ceremony for being a mum. It's like, you just do it and you kind of, it, it's ingrained in you and it's, you know, it's something that you do every day without, you know, a lot of thought. It's like a natural thing. And when I realised that my passion for, I think, around because I've had to work through my own negative beliefs, um, you know, that I, um, you know, you get, you're right, from generation to generation, you know, going backwards. So my parents, their parents... And I realize that I want to give my kids a an amazing perspective about life and about even though that's you know there are a lot of things in the world at the moment that can be quite fearful, that you know, it doesn't have to be that way. That's not how you have to think about it, because putting that positivity and affirming that positivity and, and having a really great self-esteem and self-belief. Um, I think that's a, you know, amazing gift to be able to give any child, especially um, with, you know, social media and, you know, what, what ideals um, and ideas and things that are put out in the media about what people and children and teenagers should, be, you know, should look like and should, you know, the, that sort of thing was kind of, yeah, it's not sitting right with me. I really want to give my kids and their friends and their friends and, um, a really great outlook on what their life can look like and how also they speak to themselves internally um, because I know that's um, something that I kind of struggle with my own internal dialogue and what i thought about myself. So I want them to have a different perspective um, yeah. on life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's really cool. I, I just love that. Anything about kids, I love, you know. Uh, they just need... A, it's need nurturing, and and they need need the unconditional love part, and that aspect of um, even when you do inner child work, and when you were you were younger, you know that's beneficial to you. But I can remember when I did um, courses when Holly, my daughter, was um, she said, "Don't use my name, Mum. Can't help what I'm talking to Claire. Sorry." Um, she may never watch this. Um, so. When I was doing these courses, um, I'd go home and and her um, behaviour was changing and and she was doing things differently. And it just made me see, and it was so clear, it was so clear that I would come home from the course that I was doing on that particular night and she was ringing all her, her friends and they were doing and making up and talking in a different manner. And I thought, wow, it really does affect... You know, each generation. So whatever you do for children, hats off, Claire. You know, that's it's our next generation, and that's what we were are here for, aren't we? To to spread love and unconditional love, and to um, raise the con- consciousness of the world. And you're starting where it needs to start. That's great.
0: Yeah, and I um also, it made me realise um as well when I was kind of working out what the workshop with the kids um, was kind of going to look like, I realised that um, parents sometimes don't have a starting point where they, they know they want to make and enrich their child's life in, in in an amazing way, but they don't know where to actually start. And so that kind of got me thinking around why don't I teach the parents what I learned while I was away, which will then, so for them to actually work on their own um, inner dialogue, their own inner child, if that's, um, you know, there's a lot of different workshops that came out of this, but it kind of, I went, the child, exactly what you were saying about your daughter, about you change Mm -hmm. the dialogue that you have with them as a parent and they start to pick it up so then what when I was going to then do the children's workshop with the kids that the parents have already done a workshop for themselves they've already heard what I'm going to talk about they've heard affirmations they've heard manifesting they've heard they've you know kind of got in their head around you know um Using I am statements, you know, I am loved, I am happy, I am an amazing child. It's not going to be foreign language to them. It's going to be, oh, mum says that to me all the time, or, you know, oh, that's what mum was talking about. And even I've got a four year old daughter and I've started doing affirmation work with her. And she said to my husband the other day, Dad, do you know what an affirmation is? And he said, yeah and she goes no you don't it's something positive you say to yourself <laughs> and it was just so amazing she had picked up and I'd said that to her a couple of times but she's starting to have a different thought process around herself and I have done some a little bit of mirror work with her and you know I said to my son um, as well what do you see when you look in the mirror and he said my reflection And I'm like, yeah, but what else, what else, what do you see behind your reflection, behind your eyes, you know, behind your eyes is your soul. And, you know, he was kind of stuck. And I went, that's just, it kind of broke my heart a little bit because I'm like, I haven't even, this is something that we've never spoken about. And, And it was just a kind of really nice opening for me to go, well, you know, um, I see this and I see a, you know, a a little boy that loves to help people and, you know, and then Eliza reeled off about 10 things that were wonderful about her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, She's already there. She's like, you've got this girlfriend. So, um, yeah, so she's, yeah, she's kind of a bit more confident because I think she's, um, she's very, uh, spiritually um aware for a four-year-old i know that sounds um you know she's very much there so it's kind of like she loves it and embraces it whereas for boys um max is also you know he's a little bit or he's spiritual as well but um it's like he needs that extra encouragement so you know by doing sorry the mirror work and things like that it's like it's not strange to them anymore you know, and when I talk about it, that they kind of want to know. And, you know, I saw Eliza in front of her mirror the other day saying, you know, I am loved and I am lovable and, you know, and then having other dialogue about other things about herself. So, you know, I just love that they embrace that. And I know that it's something that I want to bring into the parents so that that, um, the way that, you know, like we were talking about, how you word things and um, just simple things like affirmations. Some people don't know, you know, it's got to be present tense and obviously positive so that in the here and now, and it's not something, you know, so it is, it is kind of a lot to get your head around. But so I wanted to give the parents a starting point. So, and it was the starting point was around fixing or not fixing, but helping them realize and, Unlock things in a really gentle, beautiful way for themselves, and a bit of self discovery, which is what the Louise Hay is all about that gentle yeah like um, self discovery, um, you know having those aha and light bulb moments and and realizing it for yourself and it 's not forced
1: yeah, you know? oh, true I had um, you know the, the, I, I did that course twice. Because I every every night that I would go, there would be a aha moment and a light bulb moment, and it just clicked and it went. And because I went back and did it again, because I wanted to fine tune it, mm. like I'd done it to a point. But your your kids, you know, that's just beautiful. Like. Uh, uh, I have to say Max is the most gentle and beautiful person and I'm not biased because he's a really, but he really is. Last birthday, he actually um, didn't want any presents and he actually gave them um, to, ch- gave the money to charity, you know? And so, you know, you're we're responsible for the next generation and then the next generation and it can be such a big difference, you know? And I have to say, like, some people call me a hippie but we're, we're really not hippies you know you you have your own business um, your husband's in business so you're a business person um, we, we get dressed up we go out we we um, we we have families we have dinner parties we go out to, to do things we go away we're, we're normal people um, what is normal um, but anyway but, but what I'm saying is like your kids go to school. We, you do all the, all the normal things, and you can still bring that love and unconditional love to them, regardless of, of what the external circumstances are. Okay, you can be a business person and, and still teach you know self love to your children, and that that's that's amazing. That's that's just going to help generations and generations.
0: And I love it. I actually have a um, it's funny because um, when people ask what I do I, I was would say I'm a clairvoyant and it was like I just wished I had my camera there to take a picture of their faces because it they were like but you don't look like a clairvoyant and I it was it's so what funny they look like? what do they look like but also people obviously have that stereotype in their head around you know, being hippie or being, um, being different or, you know, and we are all different in our own way, but you know, I, yeah, that was kind of a part of me. It's like, I want to break through this stereotype because I, yeah, I probably don't look like, um, a clairvoyant apart from the name, apart from the fact that my name is Claire, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, like it's really funny to see how people react when you tell them and, Oh, it's, it's priceless because yeah, there is that sort of um, typical image about what they look like, but I am, you know, one of my, one of my things is like, I'm going to make this or I want to make this a more of a, a mainstream thing and it's not, you know, and I think that's what, like I was saying before, that's something that people are, well, if she believes in that, then it's okay for me to, you know, open up and be willing to look at maybe, well, that's some of the things that I believe in too. And it's, yeah, it's really, it's really nice actually how it unfolds sometimes when you have that conversation. It is funny, isn't it? I don't walk around with my crystal ball, you know. <laughs>
1: um, and that's why where Willow comes from for me because people didn't differentiate between Linda and the Willow. And so um, when I was doing um, workshops in different places, I would have to say, you know, if I'm at the supermarket, I'm thinking and, and just living that's when I'm Linda, and um, when I'm Willow, I'm not. I'm not thinking, and I just blurt shit out, you know. So yeah, but th- that, that's just how it goes. But yeah, I don't walk around with a crystal ball. There's a knock at my door, but I can't do anything about it at this point in time. But, yeah, I don't walk around with a crystal ball. I don't. I don't do different things. I'm. I'm just me. That is just an aspect of me. Um, but that is my way of life and, and that is how I live. And so I feel much better when I'm on my spiritual path
0: mm-hmm. because
1: when I get off the spiritual path, that's when everything turns to shit and I feel like I'm walking in mud. But when I'm on my spiritual path and I'm true and the authenticity, I'm just, I just flow. And, and things, it's, it's like I, I feel lighter in body.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You, I know when I start to get um, almost back into my old frame of thinking because it's like it, I'll, I'll feel very um, unbalanced and off and, you know, and I'm like, oh, what is this? What's this raising in me? What am I? And then I'll go, oh, I'm trying to control or, oh, I'm trying to do this. And spirit's almost guiding me back um, onto, you know, that thinking um in my in spirit so and I think you and I've had a conversation around sometimes it's really hard to um do day-to-day things um you know like cleaning and vacuuming because it's like I'd rather just sit in spirit and learn and and be you know in enriching that part of me that I love so much it's hard to even do all those menial tasks, you know, like hanging. I've got my washing machine biffing at me right now to hang stuff out. And I'm just like, no, I'm doing this. This is more important. And it's and kind of fun. and way more fun. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's hard sometimes to um, yeah get back into that. Um, yeah. Into day to day life. But, um, yeah, balancing is is difficult sometimes.
1: It is. So Claire, where can people contact you? So, have you got a workshop, any workshops coming up, your web um, address, you're, you're from Victoria, so you're in Melbourne, your phone number, I- any information that they can get.
0: So I've got an email address, and it's Claire Hill Coaching, all one word at outlook.com. Um, And I can um, be contacted through there um, for any workshops or I do one-on-one coaching using all the Louise Hay philosophies. Um, I have an info night, um, but I've had to cap it because there's way too many people coming to fit in my lounge room. So I've had to cap it, um, but I will be having another one. Um, And I have Claire Hill Coaching on Facebook, which is a public profile and also I have Claire the Clairvoyant, um, which is on Facebook as well. So, yeah, so I can be contacted through all of those. Um, yeah, and I'm also on Instagram, Claire Hill Coaching. So, And I pop some coaching um, videos um, and just, you know, affirmations and, and, you know, really trying to get people into that, um, that mind frame.
1: That's really cool. Thank you very much for joining me today. <clears throat> I love talking to you any day. So thank you very much for coming on Enlightened Conversations. Um, this is Linda Willow-Roberts. You can find me at I'm a Manifestor Facebook page or I'm at Roberts.Linda on Instagram. Thank you very much, Claire.
0: See you. Thanks for having me.